The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Probably Podcast. And if you're listening to this, it's Tuesday the 9th, which means tomorrow on the 10th, I will be in one of my favorite states in the entire world, Florida. I will be in Naples. I will be in Miami. I will be in St. Pete. And I am so excited because there are still tickets available for two of those shows, Miami and Naples. We still have tickets available. It is going to be an amazing, amazing show. Um, Naples does not have many tickets left at all. So if you live in the area, take a little car ride with your bestie. We're going to get Tina motherfucking turnt at these. I know you'll have some hilarious Florida men stories for me. The confessions have already been wild as fuck. So I cannot wait to have that segment of the show with you guys because they're already hilarious. Um, Miami, plenty of tickets. If you guys want to pop your pussies in Miami with me, please come on down. And unfortunately, St. Pete is sold out. Meet and greets are available for all of the shows. Naples wasn't showing up at first for some reason, but it is now available. If you already have a ticket for Naples, please do go back and buy that meet and greet if you want to. I would love to hug all of you guys, squeeze you and see your smiling faces. But yeah, tickets still available for the Florida live shows. It's going to be a fantastic time. And it's literally tomorrow, the next day and the next day. So let's Shake your asses, not on a yacht, but on stage with me. Love you so much. Oh, and there's other there's other shows too. Let's talk about the other shows. The other shows are, I'm going to rapid fire fire them off. On March 18th, we're in Milwaukee. On March 19th, we're in Kansas City. On March 20th, we're in St. Louis. On March 21st, we're in Indianapolis. On 420, pop a little doobie with me. We are in Nashville. That's a mega huge show. I'll have new content. I will absolutely be rocking your fucking socks off. And there are a lot of tickets to sell. So please buy a ticket to Nashville. I know you want to take a girl's trip anyway. So come to Nashville for that 420 show. Um, Maybe I'll be high. Who knows? On April 25th, we are in Boston. On April 26th, I'm in Pittsburgh. On April 27th, I'm in Philly, baby. Okay. Love you so much. Come to my live shows or else. Happy New Year. Welcome back to Probably Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here in the lovely year of 2024. How many of you guys have already fucked writing that up on... Actually, does anyone write anymore? Taylor told me today she wrote she wrote the year and it felt weird. I'm like, where are you writing the year? Oh, she had a doctor's appointment, I think. That bitch is always at the doctors. Um, but yeah, happy 2024. Welcome back. We have a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on, yet I feel like I've nothing to talk about at all. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how life works? Okay, so let's dive right in. I've made some notes because I'm organized like that. Uh, also, actually, let me now that we're sitting here, let me write this down because I wanted to put New Year's Rezos because like I never really make any, but this year I kind of thought about making some. So anyways, let's start by chatting about a little recap. Okay, so we hosted Christmas, which you guys all know because I couldn't shut the fuck up about it um, for both of our families. So my family came in from South Carolina. His entire family came in from London. And it was honestly such a lovely, lovely, lovely time. And it was really wonderful because James hasn't seen his family in a really long time. So his parents came in, um, I want to say about four days earlier than his siblings so that they could just hang out and have some alone time with James, which was really lovely. I know I said it before, but I wanted it to look like my house was unlived in. And I feel like I accomplished that pretty well, actually. Um, The one thing that I do it's gonna be a core memory that I really enjoy having with my sister but like so laughable that basically the day that James siblings were gonna be here I realized that I had not yet hung up curtains in his the room his brother was gonna stay in and the room his sister was gonna stay in so two guest bedrooms that I basically have furnished and look lovely but like never finished to the point of like putting the actual curtains up so I was like oh my god I can knock this out really quick little Amazon pole I don't care if it looks shitty I'll replace it another time well here's the thing In this one room in particular, the room that Bella was staying in, James' sister, me and my sister, I was like, we got to get this up. We got to get this up. Yeah. We kept running into 
what I assume, well, what my sister assumed, now here's the thing. I am very, very handy. My sister, even handier. Like this bitch is like, hey, if you're not using those Sawzalls that dad gave you, can you, can I have them? I'm like, Emery, not only am I not using the Sawzalls that dad gave me, I don't know what the fuck a Sawzall is. And only a man from Gilbert, South Carolina would have thought a great gift for his daughter is a Sawzall. Like my dad really gave me that, like, you're going to need this. Like, you know what? We love him for that. Vic Ford is salt of the earth, but like, I don't, I don't need a motherfucking Sawzall, dad. I really don't. Like, I just don't. And so I was like, Emery, please have the Sawzalls. So anyway, she was the woman for the job. I was like, you're coming in. We're, we're putting you to work immediately. I picked her up from the airport and I was like, first things first, you're coming with me to pick up a giant piece of furniture that was not going to fit in my car, but we're, we're going to make it fit because I know you, Emery, and you can make it fit. Guess what? She did. But the way I put her ass to work the second she got here, like only sisters could do that to other sisters. I'm like, yeah, you're coming in hot. Okay, I need your help. And then um, I was like, can we just hang up this curtain really quick? For me and my sister, that's a really easy task. It's like two screws, a drill, a rod, and a curtain. Like I had all the components ready. But the thing about these houses that are new and perhaps every house in general is that if there is wiring in the house, like in the walls of the house, they will put it, they will protect it with like a steel box. I'm learning all this from my sister. Okay. They will protect it with a steel box. And that is so that if you drill, you, you can't actually drill through the drywall. You hit steel because they don't want you to then drill into wiring and then, you know, cut out wires and electricity of your house slash get electrocuted. So anyways, I do not know this. You will literally die at how many holes I put in this wall. I, I went into this like manic spiraling mode where I just was like, I had come to terms with the fact that I was just gonna hire someone to patch up the drywall. So I didn't realize that I was hitting the steel. I didn't know what, I thought I was hitting like a stud or something that I couldn't get through. And I just, I just, no, no, my sister came back. She was like, why do I keep hearing the drill? I'm like, we can do it. She's like, no, no, no. On the contrary, we should not puncture through I was like give me a different drill bit that's stronger that's sharper she's like no 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 it's there to prevent you from getting through it and I was like so I picked the one spot the one like six inch area that like this steel plate was and when I tell you upwards 10 holes 10 holes in this so then my whole house is so beautifully done looks so unlived in and then, then Bella's upstairs bedroom looked like a fucking crack house like it looked like someone had just been gnawing on the walls all right and I don't know if you gnaw on walls when you're on crack but if you do, you could go in this room and you'd be right at home because it is insane. It looks so absurd. My dad comes upstairs. I was like, don't, don't, don't look in there. And he was like, oh my God, honey, honey, what were you thinking? And I was like, dad, I don't know. I just, I just thought if I could just try a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right. He's like, oh my God. I was like, I know we should have just put up sticker paper blinds is what we should have done. But nevertheless, <laughs> we proceed. So I had a dream last night. You know that that saying is from Claudia and Jackie on the toast. Nevertheless, we proceed or she proceeds. And I had a dream that I was like on stage and I said it. And then like Claudia came up as like a huge like figure. And she was like, we proceed. And like, it was really scary. That just reminded me of that dream I had. Weird. Um, We're having Jackie on the, uh, oh, she said on the toast. That's their podcast. Jackie from The Toast will be on my podcast next week. So that's something to look forward to. And hopefully I don't have scary dreams about her afterwards. Um, all right. So basically... 
Christmas was wonderful. It was great because here's what we did. We just like nonstop cooked. It was amazing to have like the English influence with James mom. And then they basically do like a gorgeous Christmas roast on uh, Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas day, my mom spearheaded everything. And we did like breakfast casserole, bloody Mary bars. Um, I was basically just in charge of getting everyone fucked up, which was great. Um, and then I helped my mom with some of the cooking, obviously. Oh, Anna Grace sent these things, which I think are a, a tradition for a lot of people on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, but it's basically this thing called a Christmas Kringle, and it's from Wisconsin, and it's like this pastry in this shape of a circle, and she was so sweet because she stayed with me for a week. Her and her mom sent me like three of them, like shipped from Wisconsin, frozen. It was the sweetest thing ever. So yeah, we did a lot of cooking, a lot of drinking. It was lovely. It was great because my parents and my siblings, they were staying at an Airbnb, but they had um, Brandy, my parents' dog, with them, and I'm just like, ah. I got the sweetest message that someone was like, I I love that you live in this like beautiful new home and you guys don't have any animals. But when Brandy got there, you're like letting her on every couch, every bed. I'm like, duh. Like you guys, I, I told you guys, I keep talking about wanting babies and wanting dogs, but like I can't pick. And I genuinely actually producer Courtney fosters a lot of dogs and she's really involved in fostering um, dogs from a dog shelter. And I need to get involved because I just like genuinely, I want a puppy. It doesn't even have to be a puppy. I actually would prefer a geriatric dog. I would prefer an adult dog. Okay. And I just want to love them. I really do. I'm just like, I, I'm in a like nurturing phase of my life. Like if you guys need to be taken care of, just come over and I'll just take care of you. If anyone's sick, just let me know. I just want to take care of someone right now. I'm sure I'll be over it in two seconds when I actually have to take care of something and have a responsibility for it. But like, Oh, I just want to take care of someone. Um, and I'm really in that phase of my life right now. Oh, so anyways, the whole point of that was that my parents' dog was here and I just kept being like, can you guys just come over now and just stay? So my parents ended up coming over like every morning and then they wouldn't leave. They would like, I'd be like, if you want to change outfits, just pack your clothes. You could change here. My mom's like, okay. I was like basically forcing them to just, just stay at my house too. Cause it was just so fun. There was this one moment where I know James and I both looked around at each other at the same time. And we were just like, I'm not kidding when I tell you like, I felt like I was watching a movie, like a, like a heartfelt, like Hallmark movie or something, because it was right when every, my parents got here a lot later than the James siblings and, uh, James' parents obviously had already been here for a few days. And my whole family rolled in deep with the dog. And then Mike and Taylor, of course, who know and love my parents, then had just gotten to know James' parents. They were over. And I think I posted like a little clip, but obviously I didn't catch the full effect because I enjoyed it for a second before I took my phone out. But, oh, it was so sweet when like I just looked around and you hear all these accents. And then my dad does not speak at an octave lower than so like it was so loud but in the most beautiful way and everyone's talking everyone's laughing there's like different groups that are like conforming and laughing and talking and telling stories and I was just like oh my gosh this is like peak happiness and James and I just like we looked at each other at the same time with just like the biggest smiles on our face and I know it sounds really corny but it really was one of those moments where we didn't have to say a word to each other both of us were just like our hearts were like four times their size because we were just so happy um then of course like immediately following we're stressed out because we're actually hosting all these people in our home but for that split moment I was like oh my god this is the nicest thing ever and really you know what shouts out to my family and to James's family because I don't know about y'all's, but like tradition states in our family, like we don't really like come to the kids for Christmas. We like the kids come to the parents, you know? So for my brother and sister to decide to come to um, Nashville, sorry, Franklin, Franklin, Franklin to enjoy Christmas here. Like they really could have been like, yo, why are we doing that? We want to spend Christmas with our family at the lake 
at our house that we grew up in. We don't want to go to Shannon's house, stay in an Airbnb and like meet her new in-laws. Like the fact that they did that was really, really nice and really selfless of them because it is also, also my siblings weren't complaining. They were very happy to meet all the people that they're going to then see obviously in Italy. We just wanted everyone to kind of like, I don't want anyone meeting each other in Italy. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted our families to at least meet one time before we're in Italy for the actual like wedding. So genuinely just really cool that all my all, all parties at play were willing to do that for us so that me and James could like have that moment it just it all felt worth it even though it is genuinely stressful no matter how much you love people it's just stressful to host like you just feel like you need to be doing more and more and more it was lovely and again all the different traditions like like seeing my dad so a British tradition is to have a it's called Christmas crackers and they're these things that you like pull apart and like a paper crown comes out and then these little funny toys come out and then a joke whatever and my dad was like oh now we won't put the, we're going to put the crown on. Okay. And my sister's like, I feel like we're at Burger King. And I was like, I do as well. And it was just really funny. And those are sweet traditions and everything. It was, I'm not going to lie, pretty chaotic having everyone open gifts because it, it was just literally 12, wait, 12, 11. It was just 10 or 12 people. I, am I doing the math wrong? I think it's 10, 10 people opening gifts all at once. So you're like, and they have their traditions. Like James's mom's tradition is that everyone opens one gift at a time, which I actually think is really sweet and nice to give everyone attention and like the moment to like talk to them and see their gift. But like the Ford family, we just be ripping through that shit. You know, I'll be like, Emery, I'm opening your gift. Oh, thank you. And then my brother's over there like, mom, look, like we're having a thousand conversations at once. Honestly, it's very, if you met my family individually or collectively, I promise you I make more sense. Like I, and you know what they say, like family really is a mirror. Like anytime my members of my family do something to annoy the fuck out of me, which by the way, y'all go ahead and this is going to hit some of y'all in the wrong way, but the right way, because it's going to hit home for y'all because and I forgot who told me this or maybe I read it somewhere, but like family is a mirror. And when they annoy the shit out of me, it's usually because I do that too. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, they won't stop interrupting me. Hmm. Hmm. She says, she says they won't stop interrupting me. Hmm. Shannon. Hmm. Um, what are some other things? Oh my God. They talk so much. Like, can everyone just be quiet? Hmm. Interessante, Shannon. That is an interesting thing for you to be annoyed about, Shannon. Maybe perhaps you should look inward okay and yeah they really just are a mirror so obviously we're just like talking chattering whatever I, I like I said I make a lot more sense if you meet the people in my family um at one point my mom was telling a story that was actually really funny and had a great punchline but it was like just rather long with a lot of details I remember at one point she was like she said something that no one from like London would ever understand like uh, the size of a trailer that was holding the something and I was like what the fuck do we need to know that part of the story but again it was a good story but i just thought gosh this is long-winded with a lot of details and then i says to myself hmm hmm shannon <laughs> that seems a lot like something you most likely do Okay, guys, I am so excited to talk to you about this new necklace that I've been wearing nonstop. You've probably seen it in my social media just because I cannot take it off. You can hear it jangling in the background because I want to tell you guys more about it. But basically, it is from Heart to Heart Jewelry, which first things first, I automatically love them because they are a sister-led jewelry brand that is from none other than Charleston, South Carolina. So represent my South Carolina girlies, but they are creating totally custom charm jewelry that is luxurious, unique, and long lasting without the hefty prices that we're used to seeing with this like really beautiful heirloom jewelry that is really popular right now. And you guys know me, I'm obsessed with like really thoughtful, meaningful jewelry. I got my pretzel ring. That was my Mimi's. I have just like really special things. So creating something personalized where I get to 
choose my chain, my charms that kind of tell their own story and build my own talesman that reflects my dreams, like intentions, values. That is just the coolest thing ever to me. So here's the vibe. They have all these different charms. So mine is, let me look at it right now. I have a horseshoe. It, it gets like stuff for luck, motherhood, friendship, whatever. I have a little J for duh, James, and they're so cute. I have a little charm that says everything. And by the way, mine's gold, obviously, because I always wear gold, but their charms are plated with hundred percent recycled gold right here in the U S of a using the most environmentally friendly process possible. Cause it's their special H G E gold plating process. That means like the jewelry resists tarnishing for years actually even decades with proper care. So I also have my centerpiece is this giant, I'm obsessed with this, ready? It's a giant pig with wings. Like, so when pigs fly and everything is obviously up to your own interpretation, but what I loved most was whenever um, I got my charms and my necklace in that had the charms on it, I had each little individual card that kind of explained what the charms meant to them, but everything is open to interpretation. And I love the flying pig because it's kind of like, for me, I feel like I've done a lot of really cool things in my life. And it's almost like, yeah, when pigs fly and I'm like, well, look, here's a pig flying, I'm doing it. So I just kind of love that. I have a clover for luck and my Irish heritage. You ready for this? A little gold bee. I have a bee tattoo. It is for my Paul Paul. I love that. And then an angel wing with little diamond accents. And that is to signify friendship. And I love that because all of my friends are angels in my life. I truly believe that. So I opted for um, a complimentary virtual styling appointment, which I did with the fabulous, fabulous, fabulous person that was in the Charleston store. And she was helping me pick out my charms and kind of talking me through what she thought would look good, what would vibe. We helped pick out like the length of my chain. I went for a higher up one, but like, they're so, so helpful with all of that. Um, you're creating a custom piece, you know? So they have this really cool drag and drop tool on their website. So you can design your bracelet or necklace right there and see what it would look like on your laptop or your phone or whatever, and kind of get a visual of what the final product will look like. And then the design is like sent to their team to use as a reference whenever assembling your piece. So you can do that or do what I did. Like I said, with the complimentary virtual styling appointment, I just loved it. So if you guys also want one of these fabulous necklaces, then visit shopheart.com and use code probably 10 at checkout for 10% off your first purchase and free shipping over hundred dollars. That is S H O P H A R T.com. Use code probably 10 for 10% off your first order and free shipping over hundred dollars. Heart rarely ever discounts their custom jewelry, by the way. So this is a very exclusive offer to my listeners. Follow them at shop heart on Instagram and TikTok because they have so much cute stuff on their Instagram. So you can see it's fabulous. Um, okay. So anyways, that was great. And then opening presents was chaotic as fuck but it was fun. It was nice. Um, definitely got, Oh, like our parents got us some really cool stuff. We got my parents some like hex clad pots and pans that they wanted. What do we get as parents? Oh, a robe from Ralph Lauren and his mom, some swanky pajamas and earrings. Um, got my sister, some weightlifting thing she wanted, got my little brother, some film thing he wanted. What did I get? I got some really cool Ralph Lauren sweats from James and a KitchenAid mixer. I've been wanting a KitchenAid mixer for so long. Here's the thing about uh, being with someone for the rest of your life. One thing about rings, I told him which ring I wanted. One thing about a kitchen appliance, I said that one right there, that one in that color. Cause like, you know what I mean? They ain't gonna know, they ain't gonna know. So no harm, no foul on that. But I do like being surprised a little bit. So that was cute to get some like Ralph Lauren um, stuff as well. What else did I get? Oh, his mom got us like a really, really cool private chef experience where they like come to your house. I'm like, oh, that is swanky and cool. And my mom gets me the best gadgets ever. My mom got producer Courtney a gift because she's just like the sweetest human in the entire world. We got some locks for our hotel rooms when we're traveling. We will not be scared anymore. 
It probably will, but we'll be locked in safe. We got some cord organizers. I was just like, mom, you are so fucking cute to get that for us. Um, okay. So yeah, Christmas recap was great. They left, my parents left the day after Christmas. So they were Audi 500 and I missed them. But then a couple days later, we went to Vegas. Now Vegas, Vegas is fantastic. Let me tell you what I loved about Vegas. I love seeing Vegas through the eyes of people who had never been to Vegas before. Also, we went with Resorts World who hooked it up for us and that was so amazing. And that was also a resort um, slash hotel property that I'd never seen before. And if you've been to Vegas or know anything about Vegas, everything's in the hotels, right? So you wanna stay at a nice hotel that has like good restaurants, good clubs, whatever, because you're essentially not really leaving the hotel unless you're going to another hotel to gamble, et cetera. And that one was lit. It had a lot of fantastic restaurants. It had a fire club and obviously gambling was great. Let's talk about girl math for a second. I took $500 out in the spirit of transparency. I took $500 out and I won money on roulette because yes, queen. I won money on roulette and it was, I was up $375. I get back. I'm like, holy shit. I won $875 in Vegas. And Taylor's like, holy shit. And we're like, holy shit. And James is like, you took $500 out. And I was like, this, this has been in my wallet for three days. It no longer came from an ATM out of my bank account. It's free money. Therefore, I won $875 in Vegas. That's how that works, James. And don't you dare, don't you dare tell me it's not like that. Um, okay, so Vegas was great. Okay, and it was really funny because Bella is James' sister. So she's technically not 21 yet. She's turning 21 in February, like early, early February. So when we decided to go to Vegas all this time ago, we were like, wait, hold on. I was like, Bella, which is so funny because think about it. They're from London. Their drinking age is technically 18, but like they're legally allowed to drink wine, like at a restaurant. If they are with their parents, they can order a like eight glasses of wine. There's no limit. They can order a bottle of wine as long as their parents are present. Like imagine being 16 years old, 16 years old. You're a sophomore in high school, rocking up to fucking O Charlie's with your parents being like, I'll take a bottle of wine. And they're like, absolutely. Monsoor, here you go. 16, like it's fully legal. Like it's not like, I know in America and some Southern states, we have that law that's basically like, if you get caught drinking at your home, if you're over 18 and your family gives you legal permission, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who cares about drinking at your house? Anyone can fucking drink at their house if they, their parents aren't home or that, whatever. I'm talking at a restaurant. They have to show their ID. Yep, I'm 16, fucking lay it on me. Big fat glass of Chardonnay. Like I am just perplexed. So keep in mind that like drinking has, not lost its allure to people at Bella's age. They're obviously still in college and drinking at uni, but like she has not had to like use a fake ID since she was like 14. They get fake, James is like, yeah, I had a fake ID when I was 13. I was like, to say what? He's like, to say I was 16. I'm like, what? Like, it's just such a funny concept. Anyways, um, I'm freaking out. I'm like, Bella, you cannot come to Vegas with a fake ID. Like it will, it, they are so serious about carding and fakes and all these things. And she's like, Oh, that's okay. All my friends are 21. I'll just borrow one of my friend's IDs. And she does have a friend, Julie, that looks so much like her. And so she borrows her. I'm like quizzing her. They never ask her one question one time, by the way. Like someone wished her a happy birthday because her friend had just turned 21. And she was like, yeah, 21. 
like party and they were like fun but i did i was so psycho i was like drilling everyone before like nobody call her bella when we're in line at the club no by the way it all worked flawlessly she never got in any trouble at all like whatever i actually just called her before this being like do you care if i say this on the podcast and she's like what yeah who doesn't use fake id plus she's like i've legally been drinking for two th two and a half years now yeah sure i only just went to america i'm not american and i was like wait so true me i'm like do you think i'm gonna get her in trouble courtney's like she's literally not an american citizen i'm like wait true like what is Vegas gonna do call up the embassy and be like arrest her uh anyways so yeah so she was like yes of course so I had to get her permission to say this but yeah I drilled everyone like Taylor Mike um Will James I was like do not forget do not call her Bella in line anywhere do not call her Bella ever anywhere anywhere where she's drinking and showing her ID they're like okay cool and who called her Bella who called her Bella Bella who called her Bella not so much that at one point I looked at James and said, your sister's going to think I'm doing this on purpose. I could not stop calling her Bella. We'd be at a restaurant. She had just showed her ID to the like bartender. And I'd be like, and I'd be like, Bella, what are you going to drink? And she'd be like, she just wouldn't look at me. And then I'd be like, what? And then and I was like, ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. What are you going to have? Some wine? And she'd look at me like, what the fuck? Like, I kept fucking it up. Obviously, no one's as paranoid as you. So like no one caught on nor gave a flying fuck. Plus the fact that like, it's not like Bella looks 15 or 17. She actually is a 30 days away from turning 21. But anyways, that was just like a funny component to the trip that I was really stressed out about that worked out flawlessly. So anyways, um, if you're wondering, it works. If you're listening to this podcast and you're 20, you got a friend who's 21, head to Vegas. You'll be fine. Um, okay, so what else? Vegas recap. It was fun. I, I, I'm going to say, guys, I'm not trying to be that girl. that's like, mm, I'm too old for Vegas now. Like Vegas really does it to me. But here's the thing. We were originally supposed to go for three days. We made the game time decision to go for two. Smart, smart decision. The second day I, I, I threw up, I threw up that night. I threw up for five hours, five hours straight. And I was really mad at myself because I was like, I had five. Okay. Y'all are gonna be like, what the fuck? But I'm like, I had four or five drinks, like w within the span of like, I'm talking 5 PM to 2 AM. So like, why the fuck did I throw up? And James looked at me and he's like, baby, first of all, he was so sweet whenever I was like puking all night. I mean, it was that kind of like guttural, like your body is just like, get out. And I was like, why, why am I throwing up? He was like, well, babe, you, you've been drinking for 14 days straight. You, you haven't not drank for 14 days. And I was like, you're so right. Like James is not a judge Judy with that. Like, honestly, he, he can do his, he very much lets me be me and does his own thing. And I know that like if you follow him, he's obviously a lot more health conscious than I am. So, you know, he's trying to do dry January. Me, not interested. But like, I'm definitely going to take a, a little breather. I'm going to take a little breather because I was like, you're right. My body really was like, bitch, enough, enough. Also, you're in, you know, Vegas is just so dry. Like it's the driest fucking place you could ever be in your whole life. And there is literally scales on my body right now. And no matter how much moisturizer I put on, like the Vegas will not come off of me until I probably just like soak in a salt bath and scrub it off. That you forget because they import so many palm trees and beautiful like flowers to cover all these resorts. You forget that you're in the fucking desert. Like there is no, there's, there's water around you because they're pools. Okay. There's, there's grass and palm trees around you because they imported them. Like there are no fucking greenery in Vegas. You're in the motherfucking desert. So you'd be forgetting that. And I'm like, why? And they're pumping oxygen through it. And I'm like, oh, why is it so dry? And James is like, cause we're in the desert. I'm not even from America. And I know that. And I'm like, true. Um, so I, yeah, I definitely think 
it's hard to say because Vegas is fun. It, it is it is always a good time. It's always a fun time, especially when you actually happen to like win money from gambling. That's even more fun. But the club scene is tough for me. It's always tough to go to the club with dudes too. Me and Taylor were talking about, we're like, damn, we love our boys. But like, you know, when you're just at a club and you're like, D- clubs are for girls. The clubs are for girls. They're not for boys. Get out of here. Stop grinding on me. Get, get, get away. Go over there. Let, let the girls be girls. Like I... And also, I'm sure everyone thought Bella and Will were dating because, like, it was perfectly aligned that it was, like, three girls, three guys. I just think I love Vegas. I've had some of the best times of my life in Vegas on girls' trips. I don't need to go back to Vegas with the dudes. I love them so much. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're a boy and you went on our trip with me. So Mike and James and Will. Will was great. But, like, it's just Vegas is for the girls. That's that's where I stand with that. I think it's a girly, girly time. So that's what you should do. Okay, so hear me out. I want us to all think back to sex ed for a second. It is absolutely drilled into our heads on how to prevent pregnancy, okay? We are all told, we've all seen the movie Mean Girls, this is how you prevent pregnancy, okay? But here is the thing. What about when it's time to plan for it? I feel like that we're taught that we're supposed to go to the OBGYN once a year for our annual checkup, but what about checking in with our fertility? Now, it isn't usually a thing until we're ready for kids, and I feel like I'm kind of close to being ready for children. It's shocking to say that, but sometimes not even then, you don't really look into your fertility. But more times than not, we aren't checking in with our fertility until we find ourselves struggling to get pregnant. Now, we no longer live in a day and age where we have to wait and see. Why not just find out sooner? Knowledge is truly power, girls. So when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. And that is exactly why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple little finger prick. I promise it is not bad at all. I did it a few years ago with Modern Fertility when I was 25. Oh my God, that was actually not a few years ago. Oh my God, I'm 30. Okay, I did it many years ago when I was 25. Um, and the finger prick was not bad. Okay. And I've done it again now that I'm 30 and I'm just curious about my body as I age and they make it so easy to, you just mail in the sample that you took with the prepaid label, and then you'll get your personalized results within six business days. It's super quick and easy. So what you get back is really cool because they give you insight to your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, AKA, if you have more or fewer eggs average for your age and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go really deep into every hormone and what they mean. So if you're like me and you don't really understand any of that verbiage, it's a bit above your pay grade, then don't worry. They break it all down really nicely for you. Also, you can add and download the results to share with your doctor, which is really nice. So traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the exact same general set of hormones for only $179. Oh, and you can also get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA. When right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners, only my listeners, $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. And that means your test will cost you $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash probably. That's modernfertility.com slash probably. What else? Oh, I forgot to mention two things. One is sentimental and one is just horrible around Christmas time. So one um, is I tried on wedding dresses with the family, which was really, really fun. It was like a kind of, I was talking to Bridget about this. Bridget is like the most, on Instagram, she's at Bridget, but recently married, fabulous person. You guys know her probably if you listen to this podcast or just in general because she's an icon on Instagram that everyone is obsessed with. But she had a incredible wedding that James and I went to. And she was just basically like her bridal era was like, she could write a book on it. It was just so good. So she was, I was talking to her about it and she's like, you need to go with your family to try on dresses because like you need to, even if you don't find your dress, you need that moment. You need that sentiment 
pivotal moment where you got to try on dresses and your mom got to look at you in a veil and cry and like your sister and your best friend there whatever and so I totally did that but she was like but don't feel so pressured to get a dress like on that moment because one there's a lot of opinions flying around and let me tell you something there were a lot of opinions flying around and then two there is always just in general like I don't know for me personally I just want to try on more like I want to go to more shops I want to try on more I want to do more I want to see more on me I found a dress that I love 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 that's been on my vision board for three years three years I'm gonna give you guys the tea you guys always want wedding updates here's the tea there's been a dress that I wanted to get married in when I was dating my ex-boyfriend I messaged Mary Carl a picture of it and I said should I buy this dress even though I am not engaged and she was like sure <laughs> she honestly was like yeah it's probably like if you really want it you know they don't keep styles around for that long it's going to be outdated they'll get new seasons new dresses in so like yeah maybe and I was like okay I almost bought it now I'm gonna say probably for the best that I didn't because that would have been a little bit of bad juju if I would have bought it intending to you know possibly marry someone else so that that's good we, my ex and I never even talked about marriage I just wanted this dress that bad right and then um it comes time maybe years down the road I don't know I'm just kind of like I'm always on Pinterest. I'm never looking for wedding stuff on Pinterest, but of course it pops up because I have a wedding board. So like I have collectively, I should go through my screenshots and see over the past like five years, how many times I've screenshot, sh screenshotted this dress. Cause it's, it's from, yeah, it's from five years ago. Okay. So I'm literally looking at this dress and I'm like obsessed with this dress and it's pinned a thousand times on my Instagram. And then I call this bridal company that I'm like going to try on dresses with. And I'm like, yo, do you, this is the dumbest question ever, but do you have this dress? And they were like, yeah, I was like, really? Even though it's that old, they're like, yeah, I mean, it, this, it's a sample and it's not like, you know, super, super put together, but yeah, it's been clipped a thousand times. We have it. I'm like, oh my God. So that moment for me trying on this dress that I've like, I told Taylor, I was like, I'm either going to try it on and be like, oh, it, this is it. What I've had on my vision board forever. This, this, this is it. But you also, you have so many things to think about. You have to think about the fact that I'm getting married at a place that's going to be warm. Okay. Warm and humid. Um, you have to think about the fact that like the vibe of Italy, like, is this dress giving Italy? Like I want it to all be cohesive and make sense, you know? So I was like, I'm either going to try this dress on and be like, holy shit, everything makes sense. My Pinterest board is coming to life. Or I'm going to be like, oh, wah, wah, wah. and it was so much it wasn't even in the middle. It wasn't even half womp, womp, womp. It was just so, and I called Bridget and I'm like, I'm nervous. I tried this dress on and I love it, but I didn't have that moment that was like, oh my God, this is it. And like that moment that you see on TV and the moment I see my friends have, I've, I've been with my friend. I don't even know how many of my friends trying on wedding dresses and they do all have the same moment where they're like, that's the one. That's the one everyone in the room says it. They say it, you can see it written all over their face. So I don't know if this isn't my dress, or if Bridget was right, because Bridget basically said she was like, I did not have that moment. And with the dress I wore now, go look on Bridget's Instagram. That dress she wore on her wedding. Oh, chef's kiss times a thousand. Can't picture in a different dress. The dress was amazing. Everything about it was iconic. She was like, I went to like three other dress shops after that, tried on a bunch of other dresses that made me realize, yes, that was my dress. She was like, but sometimes you just need that. And I'm like, okay, good. I was like, cause I'm feeling really insecure and bad about not having that like Oh my God, this is it moment. Because once I put the veil on, once I had the dress on and I'm like looking back at photos, my mom was crying. My sister was crying. Taylor teared up. Don't let her fucking tell you she didn't. She teared up. I was like, wait, should I be tearing up? Cause I don't feel that way. I feel like more strategic about it. I'm like, okay, good to know taking tallies. And I want to try some other ones and they might resort me back to this. And Bridget's like, that is actually so normal. I literally did not like feel that when I tried on my dress that I ended up wearing. And I was like, Oh, okay. So if you're listening to this and you're by to be, it's okay to go to other shops. You don't have to hold up the sign that says, I said yes to the dress the first time you tried them on. Like 
Bridget was like, honestly, it's a job now. Now you need to go to New York, try some on, go to Florida, try some on. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. So I'm going to try some more dresses on, but obviously I don't know yet. TBD. We'll have to keep you guys posted whenever I get married. But the one thing I'm keeping a secret is obviously the dress. But yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm like, wow, that dress I've envisioned on my body for the past literal five years and it has superseded many of boyfriends <laughs> that I've always wanted to get married in and I didn't care who was standing across from me I wanted to get married in that dress and I tried it on and sh shit it might be my dress it really might but I don't know yet so I'll keep you guys posted on how I feel after trying more dresses on but wanted to tell anyone that was feeling like bad for not having this like <gasps> oh my god moment it's okay like you might not have that moment you might have it later on Okay, guys, it's nearing the end of the year. Well, actually, it is the beginning of the year. Okay, oh, I'm already freaking out. And I am on the go, go, go. 2024, we are hitting the ground running. And so I just simply do not have the time to cook. All right, I want to be a wifey, but it's just hard. And I'm also the girl that doesn't have time, but insists that she eats amazingly delicious food that tastes homemade. So I've been using Factor to get fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals delivered right to my door. And I mean, legit in less than two minutes, they are heated up and ready to devour. And here's the thing. They are honestly delicious. And no matter what your lifestyle is, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. They've got keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. And for bulking season, baby, Factor also has protein plus meals on the menu each week. And y'all already know those are James' favorites, obviously. So these meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients that you need to feel satisfied all day long. Because here's the thing, you are eating good, clean, healthy food. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout from restaurants, it's restaurant quality. And one of my favorite things about Factor's chef prepared meals is that they actually show you who the chef is that made the meal. Like there's a little photo, a little bio about them on the packaging, it's so cute. It looks like the chef just came to your house to make you leftovers and also, They've got great add-ons for snacks like quick bites, smoothies, juices, and a ton more. You can also add protein to a vegan or veggie dish. I've done that before because I really just want to switch things up sometimes. The options are endless factors, just making it so easy to eat in and eat clean for less. So if that is your goal for 2024, hop on the factor train. Also, they have some seriously good breakfast options if you're rushing in the morning and need some good food fast. So you already know I hooked it up with a discount for you guys. So head to factormeals.com slash probably 50 and use code probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code probably 50 at factormeals.com slash probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. Now I want to tell you about a less sentimental moment. Um, it happened two days after Christmas and that was me having to go to Walgreens and purchase a, um, couple boxes of eyelashes and then a, um, box of plan B. Okay. We all know what plan B is. And I, and I thought about it and I was like, well, should I even tell the story? And then I'm like, I mean, it's absurd. It's absurd. So yeah, I'm gonna tell the story. So obviously we know I had to take plan B. I, I want babies so bad, but not right now. Therefore I made the executive decision by not being on any contraceptives to take that contraceptive. And, uh, here's the thing that is, I'm pretty positive. I, I don't fact check me on this. This is not a very fact checkable podcast. Cause like literally I don't fact check anything, but I want to say that like you're not supposed to take those often. I haven't taken one in uh, since college. So what is that? Like literally it's eight years, nine years, almost a decade. Oh my God, fuck. I'm so old. Uh, shit. Uh, I never, I never feel old ever, 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 ever. I, it just, it doesn't happen to me. I don't feel old. I never look back like oh, I'm getting so old, but every once in a while, when I see like the amount of years, I'm like college, but like four years ago, how is it 10 years ago? What the fuck? I just feel like time is slipping by so fast when I say stuff like that. Anyways, I haven't taken one in a while, so I'm, I don't think I'm at risk of being infertile or anything, but I just like, you know, I, I know you're not supposed to be taking them often. So I dabbled back and forth with like not taking them, called Taylor. She's like, let me tell you something. You're speaking to a girl who knows 
you really only have to mess up once. So I, maybe take it. And she's the most like holistic hippie ever. She's like, I think that pill is not a great pill to take, but here's the thing, you, you know, it, you really can get pregnant. I'm like, you're right. So uh, we want to go to a wedding. So I decided to take it. I go in. I don't know why I had this conversation with myself. I was like, I am a 30 year old woman. I'm going to walk in to Walgreens. I'm going to, cause immediately I'm like, oh fuck, I'm going to go to Walgreens. And, and I thought about asking James to go, but he was like, what is the pill called? What? And I was like, you know what? You're going to fucking get the knockoff. You're going to do some shit that's wrong. I, I'm also just like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but I'm very controlling. Uh, that could be another one of my new year's resolutions. Like I've got to learn and Anna Grace and I were talking about it. Like I've got to learn to release control on others and myself. But, um, Anyways, for that reason, I, I know there's going to be some people because whenever my friends would talk about getting plan B in college, I'd be like, you should make him go get it. You should make him pay for it. He should go get it. And they'd be like, yeah. But like, I don't know. I just was like, I'm a grown-ass woman. I can go ahead and get this plan B myself. And I don't want him to fuck it up. Like, I ain't trying to have no generic. I, I can afford the, the real stuff. I want, I want the real stuff. So I go in and I'm like, I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm 30 years old. So what? It's sex with my fiance. I can freaking do this if I want to. So I go in and I get a, I don't get a basket, but then I do realize I need some fake lashes. And so I'm like, okay, actually I'll get a basket. Let me tell you something, guys. It's a good thing I got a basket. They have, I get my lashes. I get my little kiss individual lashes that I put on for my live shows and I needed them for Vegas. They have this plan B and I get it. It's an expensive drug. They don't want people stealing it. They have this thing locked up in a box that is the size of, mm, to scale, let me think, Costco box of uh, uh, like Cheez-Its. Like it is literally in a box of like variety potato chip snack size. But like that is how big the clear box is that is locking this thing in there. I'm like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I'm like, you're 30 years old. You're a grown ass woman. You had sex with your fiance. I'm like, I'm taking it. And then I was like, but I'm definitely getting a basket. So I go get the basket. Then I'm like looking and I don't know why. I don't know why I fucking, I hate my brain sometimes and I hate the male species, but there's like a group of like three dudes and they're all like, I don't know, in their forties and they're clearly together. There's three of them. And then there's a group of two of them. I don't know. There was just like a lot of dudes and they were the only people at the register. And I was like, fuck. I was like, I don't know. I just feel so judged. I was like, oh, I like literally have a freaking rock on my hand. But I was like, mm, I feel so judged. And I'm like, oh, my intrusive thoughts are winning. They weren't supposed to win. I'm 30. I'm an adult. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. To be fair, I could use some laundry detergent. We're going to go get some laundry detergent. We're going to put it in the basket on top, which I don't know. It's not like I really covered it up. I'm like rearranging the basket. I'm putting like the plan B massive bot lock box on the bottom. And I'm like stacking stuff on top of it and like putting a couple boxes of lashes on either corner of it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I also like looked really cute. So I just like felt like people were looking at me and I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. And so I get to the register and I'm standing there, I'm standing there and no one's helping me. And then I hear someone go, we only got the photo department open. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, okay. So when someone yelled that at me, everyone looked at me, I'm good. I'm like, uh, I'm all in my head about it. I go, I stand at the photo department. I watch these um, guys check out to which they say, being gentlemen that they are. I'm like so happy they're in front of me so that I'm at the back of the line. Go ahead. You only have a couple things, go ahead. I'm like, no. You, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. And I'm like, okay, I'm a grown woman. I'm 30 years old. I had sex with my fiance. I'm like, okay, not ready for children quite yet. Okay, so I go, what does Tammy at Walgreens do? God bless her. She was working a couple days after Christmas. She says, 
Ah, she holds a giant box up. Ah, I can't open this up in the photo department. I'm like, that's all right. And she's like, yeah, we don't have the keys to open these up in the photo department. She's literally holding it up. She she is like, she might as well just be bouncing it around. She might, she is like a bottle girl at a club. She is just lifting this plan B up in the air. I can't unlock this. I can't unlock this. I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. Perhaps we could call someone that could. And also, as I'm having all this happen to me, I think to myself, I'm pretty sure you can drive through the Walgreens pharmacy and ask for the plan B there. Like, why the fuck didn't I do that? Why the fuck didn't I do that? Anyways, anyways, I'm like, I think I, it's because I was like, I need the lashes too. And I think it's because when I was exiting that vehicle, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm a 30 year old grown ass woman. Okay. Anyways, that quickly defaulted. And so I'm like, that's all right. I'm literally, I can just feel the men's eyes on me from behind. I'm like, Ugh. and I'm like, they're not, by the way, they're literally being so respectful and not saying a single word, but I'm like, why am I just picturing them being like, <laughs> someone had a Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Like, I don't know why these thoughts are running through my head, but I'm like, Ugh, I'm crumbling. And so I'm like, okay, that's all right. She calls someone uh pharmacy i need someone to unlock that she I, i'm not gonna lie she didn't it would be funnier for the story if she said like open up a box of plan b she didn't do that but like she definitely you know everyone's looking at me i'm like okay and she pharmacy comes over ready for this pharmacy says uh they come well pharmacy a lady from pharmacy comes over with this unlocking key she brings two not one two other people from pharmacy which i mean i don't really care that much because they work there but she goes she goes these two people are in training. We're going to teach them how to unlock the box. And I was like, okay. So she gives it to the trainees. They can't unlock the box because they're training. The girl looks at me at one point. I mean, this is a, th I know this sounds short, but this is a three and a half to four minute ordeal. That is so long. <laughs> that is so long to be sitting at a register trying to get a box of plane being unlocked, okay? And I'm like, that's okay. The one girl looks at me after she's like the fourth time trying. Also, people behind me are just annoyed probably because they're like waiting for so long. And uh, for this whore. <laughs> so they unlock, they unlock the, uh, they unlock the box. Or the girl tries to unlock the box. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm still learning. And I just look at her and I go, aren't we all? <laughs> aren't we all learning every day to do better to just do better i don't say that part but i was just like aren't we all <laughs> they unlock the box they get it open they take the massive block thing it's in i'm like okay thank you so much i purchase my eyelashes laundry detergent and plan b contraceptive i leave the walgreens just so happy to leave i walk out the door woo 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 so, no, I, can't, I fucking swear. I swear the alarm goes off. I, li I literally turn around like, so help me fuck if they try to say I am stealing or they need to see the receipt. I didn't stop. I, that, that's where the story ends. I could, again, I could lie. I could exaggerate to make the story funnier. That's where the story ends. I just, I simply, I walked out. I didn't look behind. I was like, you take me if you must, but I am getting to this vehicle. Um, and yeah, and so then I, I took it and I am... Almost positive I'm going to start my period next week anyway. So TBD. <laughs> All fingers crossed. So anyways, um, that was what happened to me. It was pretty motherfucking mortifying. I don't know why. Like this is literally, I'm telling you, there's absolutely no shame around getting that. Like it is the most easy thing to do. But why? 
Why are we the way that we are? Why as women, I know if you're listening to this, there's some girl who's like, I, please let me know what you have put in your in your uh, Walgreens or CVS cart to uh, try to hide your locked box of Plan B. Please let me know the items that you then put in there. I almost threw a couple of nerds clusters in there just to, you know, those are always good to have on hand. Uh, it was, yeah, uh, that was it. All right, so something that I just learned recently is that ExpressVPN, and I'm having to learn all these things because I'm having James come over from the, the UK. We're using VPNs, trying to protect our security, all of these things that I'm just like kind of learning, right? But apparently, unbeknownst to me, everyone knows that ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. And this literally is what happened whenever James and I went to Cape Town. We couldn't get certain things on Netflix and certain things on different sites. And I was like, okay, we need Express VPN. All right. So if you're like me and you run out of stuff to watch on Netflix, this will change your world because the whole week I've been using Express VPN to binge The Office on UK Netflix. Okay. It's so simple to do too. I just fire up the Express VPN app. I change my location to your country, USA, refresh Netflix, and that's it. See, ExpressVPN lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from over 100 countries. So just think about the Netflix libraries that you can go through, all right? Love Korean dramas? Use ExpressVPN to watch Parasite off of South Korean Netflix. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works on any streaming service, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. I actually use ExpressVPN back whenever the Harry and um, what the, the Oprah Netflix thing that came out where Oprah interviewed Harry and Meghan. Yeah, that was not available in the country I was at. So boom, use ExpressVPN, told them I was in the US, watched it when I was in Dubai. I just love that you can do this, okay? So ExpressVPN, watch shows. It's ridiculously fast. There's no buffering. There's no lag. You can stream in HD. No problem. ExpressVPN also works on all your devices. So I watch it on my phone, media consoles, smart TVs, and whatever more you want. So you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash probably, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash probably expressvpn.com slash probably to learn more. Also, oh, I should note my chamoy pickle, chamoy. Everyone messaged me. That is not how you say it. It's chamoy, chamoy pickle. And I'm like, it's chamoy, <laughs> chamoy pickle. And they're like, that's not how you say that. But anyways, it came in literally two days after Anna Grace left. I'm so sad. Um, I have not started my parasite detox yet from Symbiotica because I kind of want to wait until after the holidays, but I'm going to start that soon. Um, I do think I still have the parasite cause I am still drawn to any literal thing with sugar in it. And I'm probably going to eat the chamoy pickle on camera. So I'll wait until I have a guest for that. Cause maybe we could split it. Maybe we could go halfsies and it'd be nice. When I watch them on TikTok and people are just slurping the whole fucking pickle. I'm like, Oh my God, that just feels like quite the undertaking to eat the whole thing. It's like really big. So I'm going to wait for a guest that will eat it with me. Okay. Um, okay. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, let's do some wedding updates. Okay, let's see. I talked about my dress try on. Okay, I still, I still do not have a wedding planner. Okay, yes, I know you're listening to this and you guys are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I am still not opposed. I'm still, I am still fully on board with getting a wedding planner. So if you're listening to this and you're a wedding planner, you know, holler at your girl, let me see your resume. But I just, I, I think what it is, is I think I need someone who either one has absolutely planned a wedding in Italy before, or two, someone who has absolutely, uh, can speak fluently in Italian because the language barrier is definitely what I'm running into issues with. And then three, 
um, or just someone who like is from there, from that area who knows like that's a bad price or like they're just trying to get you to pay that because you're a dumb American. Like I need someone with like some know-how, some chutzpah in them, you know, some Italian chutzpah. And I don't know if that word's the right words. I think it is though. And some kahunas. And again, I'm not opposed, but here are the things that I've knocked off by myself so far. Okay, ready? I have secured the venue. I have secured the dinner restaurant, the restaurant where we're going to have dinner um, is not the same as the venue. So those are two different places. I have not secured the reception venue, but I think that I've found an email of someone who knows someone, Stefano, who knows someone who might be able to get me in contact with the reception area. Here's the thing. We went to all these places and what's amazing is that we got to see them in person and confirm, yes, this is where we have, we want to have our reception. Yes, this is where I want to do dinner. This is where I want to get married. But the issue at hand is no, everyone was like, yeah, sure. Everyone was so lovely and nice, like showed us the places. Like a lot of these places were closed down for the season because Marcy and I went like literally the day before they closed for the season. When it gets cold, the Almafi coast basically closes down. And um, yeah, the hotel we stayed at was literally like we closed tomorrow. And I'm like, what? We didn't plan that, by the way. So that was really lucky that we, you know, came in time. Anyways, all that being said, no one was like able to confirm. I was like wanting to lock stuff in that day when we saw it. I'm like, beautiful, let's lock in. And they were like, sorry, that person's already gone for the season. I'm like, damn. So the issue when you leave Italy is that you then just have to find the contact slash like find someone that's still working because they don't go back to work till March. I'm not trying to wait till March. Some stuff is just going to have to, but like I would love to get like locked in because like, you know, people be getting married. Like I swear there's still a backlog from like COVID wives and COVID marriages because like they got all backlogged a year. So these dates get like, obviously there's a lot of people that want to get married next year. So we just have to make sure that we can, you know, plan things ahead of time because it would just suck if we've done all this planning and then like one of the aspects gets taken away. So I should really hire a wedding planner, but right now, I have not done that, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm well on my way. I met a very lovely lady when I was buying ceramics, who was like my best friend as a florist in Italy. Tell her I sent you. You are a friend of mine now. I'm like, I'm your friend. She's like, yes, which I'm not going to lie. I do make friends easy. So I think she actually meant that. I think this wonderful Italian lady really meant that we were friends now. So I want to try to get a friend discount <laughs> with some flowers. I don't know. Um, flowers are originally something that I was like, we don't need a lot of because the like venue slash like the views of the Almafi coast are enough. But then of course, being a woman slash being Shannon, I was like, mm, actually I want a fuck ton of flowers. So I'm like, Ugh, just one thing about flowers are so expensive. They're so expensive. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely definitely trying to figure out like, what I can splurge on, what I can spend on. I can't give you guys, a lot of people are like, tell us what you're splurging on. Tell us what you're saving on. And I think, you know, I don't know the answers to those things yet because it's just going to depend on prices. Like I'm going to tell them what I want for flowers. And if they give me a price back, that's insane. I'll be like, okay, what if we did a little less than that? What can I get for this amount? So I'm trying to budget. Obviously James is helping us. And obviously our parents are like very much involved in the whole budget of it all. So, you know, it's going through a lot of different it's not just me and James deciding these things. We're like talking to our parents about it, talking to each other about it. We like decided on a number that we were going to spend. His, Our parents decided on a number that, that they were graciously going to give us. So we have to factor all of that in. I don't want to spend a trillion million dollars on my wedding. That is just like never something I wanted to do. So I'm trying to like let the reality of the wedding be that it's going to be beautiful. Our like people that we adore are going to be there and it's going to be the most gorgeous setting ever. So like at the end of the day, flowers are not the utmost important, but they're stunning. Not everybody wants the flowers on the wedding. So uh, keep you guys posted on that. Let's see. 
new doors. Oh, house updates. I know I told you guys I was done with uh, renovations, but here's the thing. I, and I was just talking to Courtney about this, girl math, I paid for and planned for these doors, new front door and whole new back door. Like one of our back wall to our house is like basically a whole wall of doors, like sliding glass doors. And we are upgrading to these gorgeous Gorgina black iron, like French doors that open with like the most gorgeous curtains that are going to blow in the wind in the summer and springtime. And then our front door is going to be like a really, really beautiful, like again, black iron, like giant windows in it, um, front door. And they were, they were so fucking expensive. Like you wait. You can't, I mean, I guess I, I guess I could imagine if you asked me, like I was floored when you told me when I find out how much curtain and window treatments were like, ain't nothing budget about budget blinds. But, um, I wasn't as floored when I saw how much brand new doors would cost. I mean, that just, they seem like a pretty big undertaking, but all that to say is I paid for those bitches back in July and it is January and, um, they're free. They're free because I, that money left my account seven months ago. So we are getting free doors, which is so cool and so nice. And I'm so excited for our absolutely 100% free doors that are going to be installed tomorrow. And I can't wait. Oh, also I'm going to uh, North Carolina into the Biltmore house. If you guys are familiar with that for my bestie Drew's 30th birthday, I cannot wait. Um, I'm going this weekend. It's going to be a fun, wild time. I'm sure I'll have some funny stories from that because one, Drew is my funniest friend and two, all of her friends, because of course they are, that I've met, like, you know, she has friends from college and from Atlanta where she lives now. They are all the funniest people ever. Like I am the least funny person in that whole group. Like just think about that for a second. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but like, seriously, I'm 100% like the most boring, least funny person. And so I cannot wait to be there and just giggle until I fart <laughs> this weekend. Why do I say that? I don't know. I'm trying to be funny. See, this is why they're funnier than me. Cause that's not funny. That's not funny. All right, guys, Newly is a subscription clothing service that is all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Now, I love renting from Newly because it lets me shift gears in my wardrobe without a complete and completely expensive overhaul. Because sometimes I get in my head about it and I'm like, I have to change everything. But like, that's expensive. And you guys know this is a finance podcast. So every month I rent six items from Newly shared closet of over 17,000 styles for everything that I have going on because I'm always doing crazy shit. I'm either going like on a safari or I'm going to a black tie event. I've, I've got two many things to buy outfits for it all. So dressy stuff for occasions, trendy going out outfits, casual tops, premium jeans for hanging around, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. I love that I get to go try out trending styles, colors, and silhouettes, and then send them back for something new because I get over stuff really quickly. So Newly takes care of everything from shipping to laundry. Lord knows I don't want to wash this stuff after I use it. So love Newly for doing that. I can even pause without paying a fee if I need to take a break for any reason. Okay. So if you're just like, you know what, I'm vibing with my own clothes for a second. I want to take a break. Newly let you do that, which is really great. All right. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service and it is literally only $98 a month. So think about how much money you spend on clothes. You can't get six different items of clothes that are amazing for $98. Like where are you doing that at? Nowhere. So I love Newly for giving you these premium options for only $98 a month because it's your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent, whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. You got access to thousands of styles and more from 400 plus brands, like everything from party dresses, vintage pieces. They carry labels like Free People, Farm Rio. I love that brand Selkie for Love and Lemons, which is such a pricey brand. They have that on there. Anthropology, a Goldie, Lisa Says Ga, and so much more. Also, I love that they have inclusive sizing. They have up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. So, I mean, if you guys are pregnant, but you're like, I'm not trying to drop all this money on clothes that I'm only going to wear when I'm nine months pregnant, 
use Newly and get some maternity pieces. All right. Also, you have the option to buy what you love, sometimes for up to 75% off, which is just amazing. So if you guys want to try Newly, Newly is a great value at just $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code PROBABLY20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code PROBABLY20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. Okay, so let's talk about not New Year's resolutions, but let's just talk about in general, some thoughts and feelings coming into 2024 um, and like a resolution in general. So I feel like if you follow me on Instagram, you saw this and like I have a bunch of people be like, yo, are you, I'm actually shocked the producer recording didn't message me like, are you quitting the podcast? Like I'm obviously not quitting the podcast. I could never leave you guys. Producer recording, I could never leave you. But I was just in a funk and like, let's normalize funks okay and you you can also normalize you can also normalize the fact that not everyone wants to sit down and create a beautiful cut out uh vision board while they drink you know rosé and have the best most insightful most amazing last two days of the year ever i was spent i was over it i was like you know what here's a great idea what if hear me out i quit everything and i mean everything it got to the point where i couldn't stop saying all of this in front of like james's like brother and sister and james's brothers actually he's like a certified counselor so he's amazing and he was also just like do you want to actually like sit down and talk about this and i'm like oh well you're so sweet no i don't mean it but i kind of mean it he's like um I feel like you mean it. And I was like, yeah, I think I do kind of mean it. And I was like, you know, I'm going back and forth. I'm like, what is it? Am I lazy? Do I just not want to work anymore? Like, am I actually like a lazy sack of shit? And he's like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, do I actually hate the sound of my own voice? Do I actually want to stop talking? Do I feel like nobody wants to listen to me anymore? And then I'm like, no, my ego definitely says that people still want to listen to me. I like listening to my own voice. I don't know what it is. I was just in a literal funk and I wanted to quit it all. But like there was, there was not like a, I want to quit to do X, Y, Z. I was like, I, I want to quit. I want to quit everything. I want to, I want to quit it all. And I think it was just like, honestly, I think it was like a bit of a burnout, but one might say, but Shannon, how could you have a burnout? You literally just got off of season break. So then I'm like in my head, like, so do I actually not want to do this podcast anymore? Am I not feeling fulfillment from the podcast? You guys, I'm sitting right here. I'm feeling pretty fulfilled. I'm like, this is, this is very nice to talk to you guys, but I don't know what it was. I'm not fully out of it. Like I'm not like fully, fully out of it. I think I need like a resurgence. I was, I honestly like talked to Claudia about it. You know what started it? Lauren Elizabeth posted that she was quitting her podcast on TikTok. It was the funniest TikTok. She's a funny, 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 funny person. Anyways, I love following her on TikTok. I love following her on Instagram. I loved her podcast when she had it, but she posted this hilarious video that basically was just like, great, great, big, huge announcement that nobody cares about. I quit. I quit my podcast. I'm quitting it. And I'm pretty sure she was signed with Dear Media. I think she was. She's like, I quit. I quit my podcast. Uh, I signed up to do this podcast and I wanted to talk to you guys. You guys switched it up with me. You guys started making a video. I don't want to do video. I, I, I don't want to be there. And I, I say the same thing everyone else says. And I don't have anything to say. And I, everything I say, everyone else says. And this is so stupid. And I don't want to do it anymore. And I quit. I quit. Okay. So nobody gives a fuck, but I am no longer doing the podcast. And because she was so funny, what she said, she was like, she was like, you have to limit the amount of platforms you say stupid shit on. I have nothing but stupid shit to say on my podcast. And I'm already saying stupid shit on TikTok. We've got to limit the platforms we're saying stupid shit on. And I don't know why. I was just like, I was getting like elated. I felt like I was watching like a pastor or something. I was like, yeah, and me too. I quit. <laughs> and Claudia, who Lauren Elizabeth and Claudia are really good friends. Like she commented like quitting is for winners. And I was like, I want to quit too. And I was like messaging Claudia like, what if I really wanted to quit my podcast? And she was like, what the fuck? Do not quit your podcast. She was nicer. She was like, hold on, hold on. Why are you saying this? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just got really fired up from Lauren's TikTok. I'm thinking maybe I should quit too. First of all, you guys, 
I can't really afford to quit. I make fantastic money from this podcast now. I really need to keep it going, okay? So we're not quitting. We are continuing to earn money because why? This is a finance podcast, okay? Thank you so much to your media for continuously getting me ads. Maybe this would be a great point for an ad break. Um, maybe not. Maybe we're all out of ads for this episode. I don't know. We're on minute 54. <laughs> Sorry. Courtney's looking at me like, bitch, we're out of ads. <laughs> it's done. Okay. I'm like, Ooh, great segue. She's like, Nope, ads are done. Okay. So anyways, yeah, I, I you know, Claudia was great though. She was like, listen, why are you not liking it? I'm like, I love it. I, I love it. I really do. But I, I, I don't always have a guest on which you guys are so sweet. Y'all are like, we love solos, but like when I have guests on, I really like for them to be in person. Jackie's is going to be remote, which is great because she does remote with Claudia every week and obviously they crush it. And Jackie and I are just actually friends. So it'll be nice and easy. And when I do remote with Anna Grace, it's nice and easy, but I don't know. I was just like, I, I don't know. I just feel like what am I even saying anymore? And Claudia's like, well, why don't you like restructure it? So I don't know if you're listening to this and you're like, we love your podcast, literally don't change a single thing, which a lot of you say, I love that for you, but I don't know, maybe that's what it boiled down to. I was like, do I need to add, I don't have a single segment in the podcast. You know what I mean? I literally rip 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 on this fucking mic for an hour straight and like doable. Yes. But like inspiring, who knows? I don't know. It's just a stream of consciousness. And there are times like full transparency where I'm at minute 30 and I'm like, Courtney, luckily this is podcast is edited. It's not live, but like sometimes rarely, but sometimes I'll be like 30 minutes in like, what else do I have to say? And she'll be like, well, you could talk about blah, blah, blah. Or I'll like pull up an Instagram Q and A and I'm like, okay, I could talk about this. And honestly, I talk so fucking fast. It's not fair. It's not fair because if I talk at a normal speed of a normal human, I would only actually have to record for 25 minutes because it would stretch out to be a full hour. But I talk so fucking fast. You guys are getting double the amount of content for half the time and you're welcome for that. Okay. But all that being said, yeah, I, I, uh, I think maybe we'll add a segment. Maybe I'll try to restructure. Maybe I'll just realize that it's okay to be in a funk and to want to quit literally everything. And I know there's so many memes and like whatever right now that are like, I just want to live on a farm with my best friend and grow food and have babies and raise chickens. And I don't want to do anything, but I'm like, yo, Loki, I get it. I get it. I am. Um, I don't want to do this. And I'm in like my little wifey area where I just like keep cooking so much for James. And I'm like, babe, get another job. Let me stay home and cook. And he's like, you would literally, and James knows me so well. He's like, that would last two months. You are not a, you are not a stay at home and cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of woman. And that's why I love you. Get your ass back to work. And I'm like, right. But I probably would most likely be like craving the creative outlet of my podcast or Instagram, whatever. But one of my new year's resolutions is to be more organized in general. Well, one, let's normalize funks. We've said it. If you, if it is, if you're listening to this podcast and it's the second week of January, when it comes out, if you're listening to this and you have not made a vision board yet and you're overall feeling pretty negative, that's okay. <laughs> Nobody said that January one has to mean you're positive fucking poly. It is okay. Let's all just exist in our feelings and let ourselves feel them and navigate them however we want to, because we are literal human beings, not calendars. All right. We are humans with feelings. So that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm slowly shaking it off. Even just recording this episode is making me feel like kind of better and worthwhile. But I uh, wanna talk about maybe like a resolution. I, I really do use January 1, not for resolutions. I told you I do those more around my birthday. I'm like, what am I gonna do in this new year of my life? But let's be honest, my birthday's kind of close to New Year's anyways. So I definitely think that this year I thought like, let's, let's start strong. And in the sense of like business related things, like my agency, my podcast agency, like all of these things, like, they talk in words like Q1, Q3, Q4. And I'm like, you know what? This Q1, I'm going to be organized. I'm going to get things done. I'm not going to procrastinate. I, I, I do a backtrack. Well, what makes me procrastinate? What makes me not, not do well, not be organized? I am 100% addicted to Instagram. Like 
I, I just fully am. And I want to delete the app so bad, not for like, not to, forever. I just like, I wish I could do that thing. Cause it's always the first thing everyone says, just delete the app from your thing. So you don't click on it because I will aimlessly scroll. If you're ever thinking Shannon likes every single one of my photos. Yeah. I see every single one of you. Shannon is the first one to look at my stories. No shit. I'm so embarrassed when it says 42 seconds, but I'm right there, sister. I see it first. I'll be the first one. Tap, tap, like, like I'm throwing likes out. I'm throwing sweet comments out, but like it could be better if I did less, you know, and I can't, I'm so, James would love to hear this because, you know, there's, there's like when people tell you you are addicted to something, what's the first step admitting it? I'm like, no, I'm not. He'll be like, you're addicted to Instagram. I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> me. Can't take a shit without looking at Instagram. Okay. Can't. So, um, I'm probably throwing the nice comments via pooping. You know what I mean? It's just what I do. And so I would love to not scroll so aimlessly and to go down rabbit holes on Instagram, which is literally what the app is probably fucking designed for and why they literally are sitting back in their chairs like <laughs> Meta's just out here laughing at all of us spending our lives on their app. But here's the thing, guys, it's my literal job. Like I can't delete the app. I would love to take a little hiatus. Like, you know, no one can take a social media break without, you know, telling you they're taking a social media break, but I don't need a break from it. I don't find negativity there. I find so much happiness there. I find so much like I, I'm, I'm literally, I am. It is the most positive place for me. Like I love it. I love talking to you guys. I love scrolling. I love diving deep and I just need to like, I know y'all are going to be like, put that timer on your phone, but you guys, I will literally click X. Like if it's like time's up, I'll be like, I'm an adult X. Like I no, you're not the boss of me. You little fucking tiny screen phone. You can't tell me what to do. So I need to figure out a way of just like self-control to stop scrolling so much and to just, you know, maybe give a time a day. Maybe I could do that. Maybe that'd be a good idea to like limit myself to certain times of the day that I'm allowed to get on it. Unless it's like truly I'm recording an ad for work. Like, I don't know. I don't know guys, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just stop. <laughs> I'm addicted. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's going to be a resolution for me to get more organized, stop procrastinating, AKA stop scrolling aimlessly. God forbid I get on TikTok. I am, I, I am good at stopping myself from that because I know the second I click on that app hour, an hour has gone an hour of my life. I'll never see again. Now, do I giggle a lot? Yes, but that is, I will only let myself scroll on TikTok if I'm like walking on the treadmill or something because I'm like, it ain't no coming back from that. Or if I'm on a plane and I have enough service to scroll, I'll do that. But I'm like, there is no coming back from a TikTok hole. As you guys know, I have literally purchased a Shamoy pickle kit. Um, okay, well, we are at an hour. I don't have anything else to say. I love you so much. I actually have a lot of more stuff to say on this list, so I'll get to it in the next episode. Next week, we'll be having the lovely Jackie O on the podcast. I cannot wait. She is one of my favorite people ever. And Redheads Unite. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Stay negative. Love you.